Elizabeth, how are you doing today? I am super pumped that it's the ninth episode. It's it's still fun. Yes, so, absolutely. So what is the topic for this ninth episode? Well, I have to tell you, uh, the topic is what alcohol does to our body. So, Antonio, um, pretty much since people could uh, ferment anything, they've been drinking. Okay, and then we all have bodies. I have an I awesome body. I, mean, I love my body. Oh my yeah. gosh. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's true. But did you know that no matter like how much you drink or how little you drink, alcohol is actually literally poison? Like chemically, the chemical compound, it is poison? Yes. It's poison for humans. Not even in moderation. It's always poisonous. It is always bad for your body. Okay. Yes, which is wild. That, that was something I learned and then you know how they're always saying and they're changing it I know we talked about that before like one month it's you know one glass of red wine a day can actually boost your antioxidants the same as blueberries right right. then it'll change to what seven a week or I don't know They, they say moderate drinking if you drink drink moderately chronic heavy drinking it's Chronic heavy drinking is a leading preventable cause of death. Well, I get I get what you said, but okay. I there's I, like there's leading preventable causes of death. For example, don't jump from a bridge. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Yes, that would okay. be preventable. Right. And a cause of death. Yes. Perfect, Antonio. Mm-hmm. Okay, so according to the World Health Organization or whatever. Three million people die a year on this planet that didn't have to from heavy alcohol use. I'm not talking about the girl in the college, you know, girl who took the shots. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about three million people are dying a year because they're drinking way too much. Alcohol causes a huge number of health issues. Eight different cancers just from alcohol. That's a lot. Okay. <laughs> Various diseases of the liver, cardiovascular disease. What else, Antonio? High blood pressure, obviously cardiovascular. Oh. High blood pressure, it causes um, some other things on your brain, that memory, and then there is some neurological conditions that you have. Premature aging. Of course, yeah, definitely. And then uh, some atro- atrophy and other things in your body <laughs> that become <laughs> not workable. <laughs> you stop blinking, for example. <laughs> what are you thinking? Seriously? Oh, I was All right. thinking, you know, I was thinking, I was thinking about something else. Yeah, of course. Not blinking. Not blinking, yeah, yeah. you're... Your there eyes. is an IMG on the end, but... Right. <laughs> Blinking? No, I was thinking about... Snoring? No, I was okay. thinking about... Oh, it's always you. Right, that's fine. I know. I'm not going to edit this one. This one's going to be fun. Yeah, okay. No, but... Okay, back to the serious conditions that we have. We have yeah. the, the, this, well. these cancers. We have other um, allergies that get... Uh, um, 
uh, what is the terminology of you are allergic to let's say pollen with how your immune system is compromised oh yeah totally so you you are more prone to get a cold more prone to get a, a gastrointestinal disease or disorder you are uh, um, because your liver is not doing, filtering not working it's correct. not working because it's working on the alcohol right right and then it, it doesn't have time to work on anything else in my case, it was a sequence of things that you start falling, tripping. You don't. Your psychomotor uh, activity. You, you are not as uh, what is called uh, like de dexterity. Let's just call it okay dexterity. Dexterity well, that's for sure, right? Right. Do you think that you're perfectly fine, and then you cannot even climb? Or step on a ladder, you cannot. So that's what he said, you know, caution, do not do this if you have drink. But that's when you are way past that, you become a danger to yourself and people around you. You know yes. that. Um, you, you know, you know, you just made me think about. What is it? Like, lots of different times that I would like fall down and then I would like look around I would stand up and then look around like so people would think oh wow she really tripped on something big <laughs> right right yeah. they're just going away and you pick it out or something yeah yeah I'd be like oh wow I didn't know there was a step there right yeah yeah I, I fell a couple of times mm -hmm. hard yeah and uh, yeah it, it was it, it was uh, unexplained you know say, how could I have tripped and I was just walking and all of a sudden just pff, just yeah. Right on sidewalk, and yeah, I was inebriated at that time, but it was my normal. You know, I, I had my before getting out of the office drink of probably half a bottle of whatever. Mm -hmm. So on the way to the parking lot to the car, <laughs> I didn't make it. <laughs> I need to come back to do some first aid on my knee or what say you. Know, it wow. was yeah, I, I fell on gravel road, so it was all the way through your pants. Yeah, it went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it, it, uh, it, uh, it, it ripped. Really. It ripped. Yeah, quite a few. Quite a few in a way that I didn't thought it could be uh, ripped. It was oh, really? ripped proof. Yeah, I used oh. to wear some kind of tactical uh, clothes before. Probably like will work like for a knife, but not pebbles. I love having a drunk proof label. Yeah. Line. Yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> then you're, you're, you are just. But you're how just, would you make it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're, you're right. You know, it's, yeah, it's like a bulletproof thing that, you know, the thing is, you can just sell it to a drunk person thinking that it is, it's like the emperor's in clothes. It looks good on you. It will stop up. Right. 50 caliber bullet on you. So just wear it. Buy it well, from us. I don't us. think you should sell something to someone saying it's going to stop a bullet. But you could say it'll stop pebbles. Well, that's how they market to us alcohol. You know, we were invincible and you look good and all this, you yeah. know. So that's what happens. You know, the reality is that alcohol makes us thought that we were invincible. Or you, were, you were super powerful. And then at the end, the only superpower they had is to drain your wallet, drain your health and drain your relationships. That's the superpower that alcohol had. Right. I mean, my wallet is drained without alcohol imagine that you know <laughs> then you're going to debt just to to go get a, a, a bottle of vodka right and it's not only one it's a one a day one bottle. You, but i that's not why i went into debt well well we owe it to our debt i'm in there with my buddy you know I, yeah. I, I don't know how how long it's gonna take to pay back my the what i did to my body i'm still paying it yeah. i probably the rest of my life yeah. so i get it well, did, are we putting, did we already like, 
edit out that that it's a preventable cause of death? Yes, but I don't agree with you that it's preventable. Alcoholism is not preventable. No, alcoholism is not preventable. I mean, well, actually, knowledge is power. Yes, right? okay, they you know. Schoolhouse rocks. Right. Um, but yeah, you, you can be aware that there is a possibility of that. You and can the, be aware ahead yes, of time. Exactly. Like, as this, these poor college kids that are hazed and that are taken out, you know, for their birthday and given all these shots, they can be aware ahead of time, hey, you know what, your body can only really handle a certain amount of alcohol. And if you see somebody who possibly has alcohol poisoning and the signs are kind of similar to being drunk, but they're a little bit different, they can throw up and then you got to put them on their side. Like, you, you know, just if you have the knowledge and you're in college, <gasps> I rhymed. If you, <laughs> if you have the knowledge and you're in college, then put your friend on their side if they're puking, you know? I don't know. That's, we could work on that. But, um, yeah, they aspirate their own vomit. It's horrible. And the central nervous system is depressed. So your heart can literally fucking stop beating. Like, you need that to be beating. Usually, you, you, you need that to... It's, it's not compatible with uh, yeah. life if that thing stops, right? It's, it's really not. Yeah, that's one of those few things that you really, really need to have one. But then the thing that I also was reading about was, like, so uh, the liver, the liver disease, which leads to cirrhosis. So fatty liver, and then there's the next stage, which is, like, pre-cirrhosis and then cirrhosis. Right. Even if you have a fatty litter, liver, even if you have that, the symptoms aren't huge. So if you're not going to the doctor regularly, it could totally be missed. You could totally miss that your liver is not okay until you are like in the beginning stages of cirrhosis. And at that point, the only way to stop cirrhosis from dominating is to stop drinking. And that's very difficult if you're a full-blown alcoholic. Right, right. You know, I had a, a diagnosis close to that, but with other underlying conditions that definitely fatty liver one. Well, why don't you tell us about it? You want me to tell you about it? I do. Oh, it was absolutely horrendous. It's still terrible. You know, it, it, when I, that's one of the reasons why I stopped drinking. Mm-hmm. Went to the doctor. I was not feeling well. Not energy. Not mother. And of course, I'm not feeling well because I'm drinking. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so you had no energy. No energy. I had, you know, the uh, strength. I started to feel really weak. And... Um, I, it, it's all dreadful. It was just, geez, what is happening? But I really knew what was happening. Mm-hmm. I, I was just drinking too much, and I, I that. So the moment I went to the doctor I, I, and said, "We need to draw blood," I know I knew what it would happen. Right. And then I told my the doctor, "You know what? I I, I have a problem drinking." He said, "Well, yeah, a lot of us drink." I, even the doctor, she said, "Yeah, we all drink. Don't worry about it. There may be something else." Mm-hmm. All right, you know. So two days later, come in and oh. Guess what, Antonio? Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, how bad is it? Well, we need to maybe to do a biopsy because it may be bad, mm-hmm. very bad. So we need to do more tests, and they did more blood. And did she tell you to stop drinking? I she didn't. No, I stopped drinking, but I was already going to some help ah. already at that time. But I was very scared, very very scared, and. Uh, 
I just by looking at the doctor's face <laughs> that she was scared and then all these specialist biopsies and things it was just very very scary thing that uh, they sent me to a transplant surgeon so that's how bad it was about to get because there is a stage here that before it gets to that you may be eligible to put you there and because they thought it was something else because for some reason the alcohol the, the, this test I had liver disease for other alcohol related of course I knew it was alcohol related right. but this guy said it cannot be just alcohol it gotta be something else mm-hmm. because there is no amount of alcohol that can cause this because I was not it was not De- definite is that there was you, you may have they said you may have cancer ah yes right because they did all this and then your white whatever all these right, other right. things that they do I said you may have cancer so they biopsies and all this other stuff and the thing that it, I had even they uh, I had fluid on my abdomen that is from drinking from drinking mm-hmm. but then it not only was it to my abdomen it was up in my uh Laura, that is in the next to my lungs and heart. Mm-hmm. So that was that's very very bad news. Mm-hmm. So it took a few weeks to schedule all those things. Mm-hmm. Then later, when that biopsy, I was due for the biopsy, they tried to do an ultrasound to be sure that they put the probe in the right way and they yeah. don't poke anything else. That's so funny. They they always mess up. And guess what? what? They could not find any way to find any. Fluid. The fluid was gone. Oh. And you stopped drinking for how long? Probably for five, six weeks. By the time I got to that wow. that thing. So it was definitely related to alcohol, but I don't know if it was just leaking. <laughs> then instead of my body just... It was just so bizarre, scary. And I'm still doing this every five weeks to be sure that... I mean, they were looking for it. They were looking for cancer. They were not looking for... Because they told me, you are not a candidate for a liver transplant. You are need one, you are not going to be a candidate. And the reason why is because of my alcohol consumption. Because I was within six months. You need to be six months sober, uh, sober right. at least. So that was... I was not even close to that. And then when they told me, you are not eligible, I said, well, <laughs> whatever. You know, I was not thinking about getting one. Anyway, right? right? <laughs> you know, that was not for me. It was not an option for treatment for me because, you know, I said, I did this to myself. I was just not looking. I was just trying to see, the, 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 define what was wrong. I wanted to know what was wrong. I, I didn't want to fix it. It's a weird thing to say. Yeah, it sounds but, very much like a man thing to say. But then it fixed, it's not that it fixed itself. The liver is quite resilient. Exactly, exactly. So, but that doesn't mean, I mean, you were right there on the edge. If you were already having fluid build up like that, like, honestly, you... You're done. Yeah, I, I mean, I if mean, you had kept drinking, like, there would be no you. That if I start drinking again, I will start where I left, not from... No, you start... Not right? from the beginning. Oh, no. So if I drink, that certainly, that would be my last day or two of drinking. I mean, it, be dead. and that's how it happens. And it's absolutely, I've seen it many times. And it is wild. That's why a lot of people avoid the doctor. I, you know, I knew that my enzymes were off for a really long time. 
but I was drink. I drank so much like I got like um, I always I used to say cirrhosis but it's psoriasis <laughs> which is like little dry patches of skin or whatever and um, so there was like a shot that you could take uh, to get rid of it and um, but they wanted to test my blood before they would give me the shot but I never went and got my blood tested but they still gave me they sent like the shots to my house and I remember like every time I would give myself one I was thinking this is so fucking stupid you know like a regular person would make sure that what they're injecting into their body isn't gonna do more damage but I mean we're just not very intelligent at that and it really is kind of like, well, it couldn't happen to me. Kind of almost a mentality of like, I mean, I, I really don't know. What kind of a disease where you can be going to sleep at night and realizing I might not wake up and then also, you know, injecting yourself with something that could destroy your liver. like what is that and that's alcoholism and it doesn't make any sense it really doesn't it doesn't make any sense but I'm so glad that you're alive like so good it feels good to be alive I'm glad that you're alive too yeah definitely you know everybody we don't realize how we we need how how we can you, you can scare people saying, hey, you, you need to see my blood work. You need to see a biopsy result. You need to see uh, what happens to your body. You forget what happens to your finance, forget what happens to your family or what's a, what mm. happens to your body inside your... I have, on purpose, never cared to see a cirrhotic liver. Really? Never. Maybe until, oh, just- until, until... I knew that I have a problem with alcohol, and I was able to tell I'm an alcoholic. Yeah, and I have seen healthy livers that they look pinkish, reddish, big. You know, just man, you know, it may taste good with some lemon and and. Oh, okay. Hannibal Lecter there. Yeah. Yeah, Chianti. No, well, that's the problem. You know, I cannot have any of that anymore. So that's what probably came from. Yeah. Having that for for dinner. Well, I I was gonna look it up and see, but I can't even type because I'm just thinking about now Hannibal Lecter and the fact that you're touching people's like. But they were dead people already. I get that. Yeah. I get that. So what other health conditions we have with alcohol? What other things Hepatitis. happen? Hepatitis. Hepatitis. Falling down. So physical cirrhosis. Well, cancer. Brain neurological brain problems. Right. Circulatory problems. Um, how about your skin? Oh yeah, your. Tell skin. me about skin. You know what? Well, is- I got psoriasis. I mean, yeah, psoriasis. Uh huh. Um, and then, you know, your skin starts to look, like, pickled and dry, and, and it ages you, and um, it's just really bad for you. It really is. What else happens when we drink? Physiological. We fall down. We, we fall. break things. 
Um, we're nauseous. We don't eat. How about your vision? I mean, well, oh, you know what? I had Lasix, right? Right. When I was drinking and it like reversed itself. I don't, my Lasix only lasted for like a few years. And I'm telling you, I think it's because I was drunk when they like lasered my eyes. I'm telling you, I don't think that it like healed properly. I don't know if we can really count my vision. You gain, I gain weight. You know, all the, cal- well, all the, the you, calories. You yeah, drink. Uh, yes. Well, that but that is part of it. I mean, it's part of it. It's not healthy. Anything of what we do in the habit is not her drinking. And then you eat. And then all this. And how difficult is I try to go to exercise at three in the morning, drunk. You're mm-hmm. from the bar, they close at two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sober up, work out. That's perfect. Great. Oh, it was just fantastic. Right. You just completely pass out whatever you pass out on the bench, whatever. Yeah. And then wake up at four in the morning. Hey, you know. Well, what a workout. What a workout, right. I imagine if I have even tried to swim, I'd probably be dead. There. A lot of people die in the water. Yeah. So there is, there is this uh, thing that we completely neglected, and it's, it's because even if we care, we are afraid of stop drinking. That's the, perhaps for me. Was that was the problem? Because then what I'm gonna do? What I'm gonna do after my hard day of work at the office? What I'm gonna do? How am I gonna deal with my mom? Right, exactly, or whatever you have at home, exactly, or traffic, or I don't want to deal with traffic. So if the bar is closer to the office than to the house. I'm just gonna go out and wait for rush hour to go and show yeah, up at ten. You know, because I did go in public, but I, you know, I don't like people. So yeah, I yeah. But, but see, that doesn't stop you from being from being an alcoholic. You know, alcoholic no, is, it doesn't, is but not I'm just a, saying the bar. Like, it's not a, being an alcoholic is not social. Not in the end. I see in no stages because you can be a closet alcoholic. I think most alcoholics are closet alcoholics. Oh, I mean, yeah. I hid mine in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the main lesson from all of this is. Alcohol will kill you mm-hmm. slowly or quickly, and it tried to kill us. And it hurts. But we <laughs> we beat it. Yeah, yeah but now it, we're like superheroes. Yeah, but it did hurt. It yeah, hurt a lot. It hurt. It's, it's very hurtful in many aspects. It's very hurtful, and uh, I wish it to nobody. Me too. So yeah, it is. There is always help, and there is always a, a way out. Even when they tell you you are not a candidate for a transplant, you are doomed. You're done. And help is free. It's even cheaper than the cheapest beer. Right. Right. And milk? Well, well, thanks for joining us.